Here's a question from Miza. Hello, Dr. Kenner. My question is embarrassing. I consider myself an asexual woman because I'm not a hundred uh, because I'm a hundred percent not interested in sex. As a young adult, I've never had sex. I've never experienced sexual attraction toward another person, and I do not believe it will ever happen. This has always been with me. I can't understand why everyone else seems so interested in dating and kissing and touching and mating. I find the thought of sex repulsive. I know this idea is wrong, and I'm very familiar with Ayn Rand's objectivism and the importance she puts on genuine love and romantic sex. Does thinking of sex as repulsive mean that I hold ideas that are hurting me? I would be a lot happier without feeling like I should have sex. The only reason I feel I should, and should is in quotes, have sex, is because sex is an allegedly an expression of one's highest values. I worry that I may be guilty of some moral transgression that is preventing me from living a full life, even though the statement seems contrary to how I feel about myself. Regards, Misa. So, Misa, a few, <laughs> I have three points that I want to bring out from what you're saying. Uh, but before I, I go there, uh, sex done right is an expression of one's highest values. But, you know, there's a whole spectrum there of people having sex that uh, you and I and many other people would find very repulsive and we would not consider it romantic sex. So here are the three main issues. I'm going to name them first, then I will go in, in and talk about each one. The first one is self-esteem. You're worried about that, oh my God, what if I have some deep moral trans transgression that is barring me from enjoying sex and seeing it as romantic and seeing it as a high value. That's number one. So it's a self-esteem issue. Number two, your ideas about sex you find it repulsive. And for as long as you can remember, you found it as repulsive. Okay, that raises a little curiosity uh, a red flag inside of me or a question mark. The third point is motivation, that you're, you feel you should enjoy sex. If I feel I should enjoy tennis or dance or going to the gym, notice I'm sending myself conflicting messages. Ellen, you should enjoy the gym. That's going to backfire on you. So now I'm going to elaborate on each of these. The first point is self-esteem. From what you imply in your last sentence, it, when you said it seems contrary to how I feel about myself, maybe I had this moral transgression, but that's not how I feel about myself. It sounds like you already feel good about yourself in other areas of your life. And I'm going to just say, say you're a bright young adult who is well-educated, you value your mind, you value your life, you want to be happy. If it's based, if that valuing is based on your own self-knowledge, knowledge of your good choices and what you have and are accomplishing, uh, then you want to give yourself permission to feel earned pride. You have earned that. It's not a boastful pride. It's just a quiet satisfaction within yourself. 
Uh, you don't want to torture yourself with searching for some vague moral transgression because then you're just dousing yourself with guilt, and I suspect it's unearned guilt, and you want to know the difference between earned and unearned guilt. With unearned guilt, you dump it. It's like a hot potato. You drop it as fast as you, as someone tosses it to you. Uh, with guilt that you've earned, you do want to figure out what it is and how to make amends if that's possible, and for most of us, it's possible. And the second point is your ideas about sex. So there is sex. You know, you're feeling that it's repulsive, but there is sex, as I mentioned, that is based on genuine love, and there is sex that is outright repulsive to any civilized citizen, and they shouldn't be in the same category, the same mental file folder, so to speak. So when you think of sex as repulsive, you want to go on an exploration. It's like understanding where do these ideas come from. This is certainly what I've done uh, with myself and my clients do that too. You can ask yourself some questions. What images, thoughts, or memories come to your mind when you think about sex? Because repulsive is a very strong negative evaluation. So you want to introspect, understand yourself better, and figure out why you found it repulsive. Uh, most people growing up are taught very conflicting ideas about sex, that it's sinful or dirty or disgusting. And that can come from many different places. Maybe someone discovered sex, they were self-pleasuring, and an apparent uh, was very critical of them and they never wanted to feel that criticism again. Or maybe they just heard it in church or in temple or someplace some, from some religious source or secular source that it was very dirty. Or they could have been abused as a child. Uh, they could have heard from their mother <laughs> that they hate sex. The mother hates sex because she had kids at a young age maybe or had too many children and that's all that sex ever led to for her. It wasn't pleasurable. So you will discover your own reason for why you feel it's repulsive if you're uh, if you are willing to ask that of yourself and the last thing is the third point is motivation you can't force a mind including your own mind when you say I should have sex you're trying to force your own mind if you take that pressure off yourself and say no I don't ever have to have sex it's my life I can live it my way then you may liberate yourself might not, maybe not right away to discover the sensuality and you can explore your own sensuality. You can have back rubs or massages, you know, see if you can enjoy just that wonderful touch without it having to lead to sex and see if you can build up to that. So you want to, um, why bother? What I would recommend is my book with Dr. Ed Locke, The Selfish Path to Romance, because you want to explore the value of sexuality and not, not as a, a duty, though. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness.